What up, everyone? Welcome again to another episode from my mom's garage. As always, this is your host, Tony, with my boy, Nikki. Hello. Hello. How <laughs> you doing, brother? I'm good. Chilling like a villain. All right. All right. We had a good weekend this weekend. We went to the Segoy Expo at the Double Tree, Hilton Double Tree, across from Universal. It was fun. It was their first con anime con that they the, the organizers threw and i enjoyed it i like smaller like i've always said i like smaller to mid-sized cons this was we got to we got to meet up with one of our uh uh vendors that we met up at the tampa bay comic convention plastic pizza and Wait, i was able to get another shirt which is amazing i love honestly you, I got, you gave the hookup on that one no i love that shirt and then i and then i in the mail for my birthday i got another shirt which was i, I can't wait to wear it just because it's the it's a like I, I told my niece today she has to watch both movies so she can understand the reference. Yes. So Akira and Pee Wee Herman's Playhouse. Yes. It's a <laughs> Pee Wee Herman on a Akira cover. Yes. Yeah. So it was good. We we got to see some vendors, ate some cucumber lace potato chips. You did. I did. I don't. Fucking, I, they were fucking delicious. I like. I I'm sorry. I couldn't get past the smell. Like I, you know, it's funny it. In that second is when I, re- I mean, I've always kind of known, I think I've always known, I just, it never hit me until I freaking smelled that cucumbers and pickles are the same thing. Yeah, cucumbers, are, pickles are just, I think it's uh, 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 fermented in vinegar or something. I mean, I've always, I've known it, I've read yeah. it, I've, I've seen, if you, eat, if you eat cucumbers, you can actually kind of see it, but, because I don't like pickles. So it's like in that second is where like I'm taste, <laughs> it I finally taste, connected. It finally well, because connected. I'm smelling pickles, pickles and then I taste cucumber. cucumbers. So I'm like horrible. Yeah, and the, and then the Kit Kats we had. I had. I, I oh, you never with, told me you, you took them home to try them. Yeah, I tried it with my wife. Uh, we had it was cookies and cream, which was it's pretty basic. Melon, which didn't taste like melon. It tasted like passion fruit. So it was still in the citrus family, but just tasted more like passion fruit and the matcha, which was really good. I feel good. like that's like, like I feel like you were doing the equivalent of uh, Harry Potter when they're on the train and they're trying different like chocolates. Yeah, that's basically what you're at because you don't know, even though you do know this, the label, you don't know what you're going to get as far as taste. Yeah, <laughs> I'm all for it. I'm all for testing it. It was fun. We have another expo, another convention coming up. I think we might be I might be going to. I don't know if you, I think you're busy that weekend, this weekend. If I'm not mistaken. This weekend? This weekend. It's at the Ocala comic book convention or something? Comic Con? When Comic-Con. are you planning to go to? Probably Sunday. I'll probably do the last one. Honestly, I, I, if I have plans, I don't know what they are. Yeah. Like, I don't track any of my plans. I just call people, yo, did we make plans? Yeah. I don't I'm just, I, I hate the fact that I'm like that, but I'm just, it's like, I don't want to overthink. I overthink everything. So when it comes yeah. to plans, I just try to be like, all right, you got plans for me? Cool. Just let me know. Well, just remind me. Well, listen, if you don't have plans, I would highly recommend for you to watch She-Hulk. I'm catching up. You caught up? Yeah. How far along are you? Uh, I'm, I'm all the way. All the way here. All the way? Yeah. Well, because, I mean, I, I watched all of them. This last one was actually interesting to me, though. Because, like, I know everybody. And it was an interesting argument. Because uh, the whole thing with um, Blonsky. Yes. That because uh, I mean it, it's an interesting twist, obviously because he plays the villain for the original Hulk, um, yes. and obviously his argument now is that he is not uh, necessarily responsible for his actions because because the government basically gave him you know what he said made him into that, 
Mm-hmm. So that was his argument. He was saying throughout the thing, oh, well, you know, the government, you know, told me to go get him. They gave me this injection that essentially turned him into, um, um, what was the character? Abomination. Name? Abomination. So, so he's, he was so playing the obedient soldier. changing him. I changed him into that, and then because he pursued him, and obviously in pursuing him, you know, he caused all this damage and everything else, that he really wasn't necessarily responsible. That's why he should be at least, not necessarily, he already did his time. Mm. He's just asking for bail. Like, to be sorry, to be... Um, released. Well, not just released. He's also on probation. Oh, okay. But I, I, I don't agree with that assessment. I mean, obviously, we, we as an audience got to see more than, let's say, they are, are speculating in the, in the courthouse and everything else. Yeah. But if I'm mistaken, maybe I'm wrong, because maybe I don't remember the movie correctly, but I believe there was a scene where uh, right before he became Abomination, he, uh, he approached the scientist that was taking um, uh, Hulk's blood mm-hmm. to analyze it and told him, put what, what he has in me. That was not government sanctioned. That was not something the government put like did to him, because the drugs they gave him and the, in the moderation they gave him made left him human. But obviously he had a special abilities being that way. Yeah, it wasn't until he asked um, the scientists at the end of the movie, towards the end of the movie, to, to take more. to basically take whatever whatever he took from the Hulk and put him in put it in his body. Yeah, so he changed the parameters of whatever experiment they were playing on him. So he can't blame the government for what he turned into because technically he he, yeah, put, he, just, he just, broke the parameters of the experiment. I could see your argument on that being that we already have it in hindsight. If I, if, if I think you are right. So if based on hindsight that you already know that happened, then yes, I would say that he broke the parameters and he he influenced the outcome based on what he wanted outside of what the government was, was limited to test it on him. Exactly. But... I'm looking in the in viewing it from the She-Hulk's perspective that she wasn't in there. She wasn't involved. She's taking his word. So she was like, yeah, you're playing the obedient soldier. You were following orders. Uh, but I think it's oh, you know what it reminds me of? What is it? A little bit. Uh, that scene was with uh, it was a movie with, with um, Tom Cruise as a lawyer. Um, the one with Jack Nicholson, uh, a few good men. Mm-hmm. If I'm, I think that's what's called. That the that the 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 guys that he was defending mm-hmm. were that they ultimately they tortured they tortured a kid and he died because of the torture they 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 ensued upon him, and they still they got dishonorably discharged based off because they understood that they were just following orders. They, they, they followed their command and what your commander says goes no matter if ends or buts, unless it falls into a rule that it's self-harming. Like you're literally trying to kill somebody. But in, their, in his perspective is like Hulk is a threat uh, upon the U.S. government. We need to use any possible force to stop him. And if that means that we need to get a soldier that's able to withstand the serum to stop this force, we need to do that by all means. And he took it upon himself and he followed orders to do it. Okay. So I understand, I understand him being like, listen, I, I, I know I fucked up. He's like, I know what I did, what I did. I can control it. 
He said in the last episode, he's like, I control. If I want to get like this, I'll get like this. Mm-hmm. I just choose not to. I choose not to be destructive. But me being here is pretty much uh, uh, the catalyst or the cause of what the government put me through. And that I had no, it almost felt like he had no other choice but to do it because he was being an obedient soldier. Okay, but let me, let me, let me just destroy your argument right then and there. Um, when the Hulk, when Bruce Banner turned into the Hulk, where was he? The last time he turned into the Hulk to fight uh, Abomination, where was he? He was in New York. No, no, no. At that exact moment, right before he turned, where was he? Who? Bruce Banner. He was arrested. He was arrested. He was in a helicopter restrained by the U.S. government being taken to a facility to restrain, to hold him. Yeah. The only reason they allowed him, because it, it wasn't much, it wasn't like... That he he broke out. No, he they asked him basically in a sense to stop abomination. To stop abomination. He so they already had him restrained. He was already caught. So his want to change, and the thing is, abomination. When he asked um, the doctor to change him to to whatever, they had they had already caught him. It was already done. Yeah, so but that's he what I'm only saying. asked for that extra thing for himself, not for his mission, not I, for the government, not for just because he what, wanted to turn into the Hulk. That's what I'm, but that's the thing I'm telling telling you is I agree with you in that in that front, being that we saw the first movie. I'm yeah. saying I'm looking at it in the perspective of just She Hulk the show itself. Oh, I know that nobody was involved in that moment. Then she wasn't there. No, no, I know. So but, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So yes, your argument on destroying that that he chose it. Yes, but in the argument of the court system, they can't prove it. They can't prove that he said it. He they're just going by. Oh, no, and. But even in that argument, based on just that argument, okay, so you're right. Nobody saw what the science, what he's... Is it he, he, uh, he's saying. Yeah, yeah, but discussion. However, going based on just the idea that he attacked the city, becoming an abomination. Wait, let me finish. Yeah. He attacked the city based on based on him being an abomination. Abomination. You, abomination, yeah. Sorry, abomination. But you can make the argument that, oh, well, you know, he, he became that because of the government. Cool. But then he attacked and did all that stuff. But again, here's the argument. If his argument is that the government turned him into that to make him into something he can't control, but then he's he's saying that no, I can control it now. But then that's what I'm saying is but like, that's what I'm saying is like he's saying that he says like I at the time of what's happening, the inception of me turning into abomination, mm-hmm. I did everything in my power, following the government's guidance to do it. Did it at the point of it, it became so much that I had no control over it. It took me. 10 plus years since then that at this point I am controlled. It's almost like saying that if, if, if there was a guy that was a murderer and he killed somebody purposely first degree and he goes, my actions was wrong. But at the time I was influenced by outsourced free, like the people that was surrounded, my environment, everything else being in prison changed me being in prison, helped me control my anger, control my emotions, control what I do. So it, does that still fall into the same realm of like, yeah, you're still a monster, because you did this one, even though it was horrific, like it, 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 can he change or because at the time he did it, he just, he just took the serum and went crazy fucking berserk and uh, fucking destroying everything. And I get it. And at that time he had not the, he doesn't have the control, the capacity to do it as he does now 10 years later, being in a facility that constrained him. And he had learned that ability throughout. The, all I know, but then again, if that's the case, it's like can, somebody, he, no, but if the case, if the argument is now that he can control it after so many years of practice, you can you can make that argument because obviously the Hulk did something similar. The Hulk did something scientifically 
to change, change him, him to change himself yeah. to say that he can control himself. However, what I'm saying is then the whole argument with the government means nothing. The whole argument with the government means nothing. Technically, I mean, like as far as his parole, what would the, does, the what would the sanction of the government have to do with it, with he became a abomination? He took the he took the thing. Uh, he can control it now. That's a change of it. So him blaming the government to turning him into that really has no has no kind of standing in the current argument of I can control it now. I should be on parole. But he say what he's saying is like the reason I'm here is due to the government's involvement. In what happened? Yeah. At this point, yes, I'm here because due to the circumstances of what happened when I became abomination. I feel that after ten plus years has happened. I have changed. I can control it. Okay, but this is what my argument is. Again, this is just going back and forth. But the argument, basically, I'm saying is, if you're going to argue that the government changed me into something I couldn't control, now learn to control it, then you, regardless of the government changed you into it, you knew what you were doing was wrong. You couldn't control it at the time. Now you can control it. That's fine. But that's still responsibility because, and now if you're going to say that I had no absolute no control, but I have absolute control now, therapy and all that stuff is not necessarily a because in order for basically what I'm saying is like if somebody did something out of anger, passion, uh-huh. something out of anger, passion, whatever, you know, years of, you know, a therapy, therapy, practice, like yeah, whatever, exactly, whatever. Yeah. But that they don't, they don't, uh, they still take responsibility for what they did. Yes. That's how, that's what I'm saying. No, but, but like, that's what I'm saying. So it, that's what I'm saying. The it, argument of the government thing always gets me because I'm but like. That has, that has to play a part in, in being that it was that the whole time that it was happening. Was like if 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 it wasn't if the government wasn't involved, then yes, you have a hundred percent responsibility and accountability of what happened. He's saying, like, yes, I took, I did what I did, I did my time. Mm-hmm. The reason I did that was because of this. This was what happening. So I, it's like he's like I I take the blame, but I should get faulted for everything because of what happened before. I'm like, yes, mm-hmm. I did my time. Yes, I did what happened. But right now, I'm a different person. Time has okay, changed. No, no, no. I'm okay with that part. I just no. That's what I'm saying. I, I guess it was. But, just, but when you when when you, when you start I'm, and this is all entire. Like I said, I was looking at it through the perspective of what She Hulk is doing. It if you take into account what happened during during Hulk, the Incredible Hulk movie, then you're like, bro, you you fucking you just stick, just stuck. You're, you're there. Just stay there. Then you're good. You know what I mean? You have four you have four square meals a day, and you, and you have your harems looking outside for you. That's it. The funny thing is, is that his, uh, I think they did give him something that prevented him from changing, right? He has to take a, 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 um, a shot or a pill, was it? Or something like that. I thought that. he had to wear a collar or something. I don't know, something like that. Some, he, has, he has to take a device or something. Inhibitor. An inhibitor. Some type of inhibitor to, to, to permanently subdue the ability to do that. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, that was just an interesting argument because I was just, I'm like, wait a minute. You know, I'm like thinking to myself based on what actually happened in the movie, I'm like, Nothing. I don't care. You know, hey, dude, everybody's entitled to second chance. It's just, I just thought the argument was just kind of like, for me, flimsy. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel you. All right, so next mm. topic, and, and, and this is something that we've been diving into. We've discussed multiple times, and I think I like where they're going, and I think this should have been a model that they should have stuck with for a long time, if you know what I'm talking about, would be with Netflix. Netflix just recently announced that they're going to a weekly model uh, showing. They were like, don't worry. Stranger Things 5 won't be that. They're going to binge it. Mm-hmm. But every other show in the, per- in, in the future are going to be um, 
weekly episodes. I only hope, I only hope that they keep one current thing that I like, it, which is that, yes, they do weekly episodes, but release the first three right off the bat. I know. I think they two. should read no. one or two. Let's I think it. three should be. Wait, it to, feeds that little binge need. But no, at the same time, you have more to look up for. Here's, here's the reason why. As we've been looking at it, a lot of the shows are getting into this seven to eight episodes a series, a, a season. Okay. So not the typical 24 when they brought it down to 12. Now they brought it down to 10. Now they're keeping it within the seven to 10 range. Mostly eight is the average, depending how the budget that they're allowed. So dropping three. In the first shot, you're already killing half the season right there. Almost close to half the season. Well, no. I mean, if you think about it, whatever. Not killing, they, but they're you're. just basically a long pilot. I, I would say one to two. Uh, two yeah, episodes, one episodes of most. One episode is 45 minutes. At least give me two hours. No, just two episodes. <laughs> two episodes. And, uh, uh, 45 minutes each. 50, 45 to 50. And be consistent with it. Because Netflix is. Disney is weird with their Marvel. Because one episode will be like 45 minutes. The next one is like 28. I'm like, give me a consistent time. I just think, I mean, I've always, I've always been, I like the weekly episode thing just because I do like to binge, but I've noticed, especially think about it. Like right now, She-Hulk is a perfect example, right? You know, every single episode gets, gets memed and, or gets discussed and gets dissected. Yeah. Like now. Yeah. But then if you think about something like, uh, um, Squid Games, which was a phenomenon, everybody loved it. But then basically you took, you took the whole show as a whole. So you just picked apart the little pieces you got instead of really dissecting each episode. So, you know, all that stood out was, let's say, the doll from the first one or this or that. Like, you know, you just took the parts that you liked overall instead Create of... Create a in, conversation. Instead of, yeah, exactly. Instead of, like, having a dissection between each episode. Understanding the nuances of in and outs of what... Like, there was pieces of it that I, I watched. I think it was a TikTok or I think... No, it was a... It was a video podcast I saw. They were doing like a deep dive on, on Squid Game. Mm-hmm. And there was little things that if you would have noticed, if they would have like be weekly, then you would have noticed that thing in that episode. There was one, the like the, we'll take Squid Game, for example, because we we're talking about it. So there was a scene that they were doing the tug of war. And if you saw the old man mm-hmm. wasn't handcuffed. Yeah, I saw that. He, but did you notice it yes. while you were watching at the, that very moment? Mm-hmm. Oh, you did? I didn't notice it. I didn't think too much of it because I thought it was supposed to be old. Well, oh. no, actually, no, no lie. I, I saw that that twist coming. To be honest with you, the old man. Yeah, I didn't. I thought. Well, you know why? I know why I thought it was why I saw that twist coming. He was the only one that actually got excited by the whole game. Like, he was like the from the fir- from the first time you saw him, like uh, in the in the first game where he just kind of ran out like super like with a smile on his face. Mm-hmm. You know, that's anticipation. That's that's desire. That's so you could say, oh, well, he's just making a be- the best of the worst situation. But there was no fear. The only time I ever saw fear was in a scenario where he truly had no control, which was the the fight scene in the bunkers. <laughs> yeah, true. And mind you, look, he asked for help and it stopped. That's true. That is actually true. So that's what I'm saying. When he didn't have handcuffs, I kind of just oh, okay. I kind of went with one. I just said, oh, maybe because he's old. But then it's like, you know, he's one of them. He's going to come out saying later on he's one of them, like, or something. All righty. I don't know. I just, I, I, I saw it. 
But yeah, getting back to the Netflix, it's yeah, yeah. it's I like this idea. Let's see where they go with it. Um, I want to see where where they're gonna go with it, and plus, what's gonna be their next big show? Show. Well, uh, somebody just shared with me the other day. Um, uh, Janice from um, Stay Nerdy. Stay Nerdy. Uh, which I had seen the trailer prior to that, but there is a because I'm this is actually filling a gap for me as well, which is. An anthology horror series with uh, with Guillermo del Toro, yeah, which is filling a gap for me because I have I my favorite show growing up as a kid was Tales from the Crypt. Mm-hmm. Loved it. I still watch it on, on YouTube all the time, and like I just liked them because they were just these little short stories, and but they were scary. Like it, like you know, for a kid that I actually was terrified of scary movies when I was growing up. I was like I was afraid of October. Because they would put random scary movies, and I and I never wanted to switch the channel in the middle of something happening. Or like, so I was afraid to switch channel because I'm like, oh man, if I put like USA, remember, uh, something's gonna pop off. Yeah, like I'm gonna just get in between somebody's head getting chopped off or open uh-huh. or something. So I was afraid, but then I realized it started to just start absorbing, not like I guess mid level scary movies and build my way up. Yeah, and Tales from the Crypt helped me with a lot, a lot of that. Oh. Oh yeah. no! I just, I just like I just like anthology horror movies, horror shows. So that is one show I know will be on Netflix, which I can't wait for. Not tells, but Guillermo tells Toto's version of it tells tells from the crypt, which I've already seen. Uh, crypt, uh, creep show on Shutter, which I enjoyed them. They're not. I mean, they're not. They're not tells from the crypt, but they were. They are. They are entertaining. Yeah. They have. They have fun stories with it. Um, and I know there was supposed. I know they did the. Uh, the one with uh, Jordan Peele, the t- uh, Twilight Zone. Uh, Twilight Zone. I kind of lost interest in some of them, yeah. um, but and I, they were supposed to have a Tales from the Crypt a reboot with uh, M Night Shyamalan, but I don't know what yeah. happened. Uh, no, I wouldn't want to. Why not? I don't, I don't know. I mean, no. He was, the thing is, I think he was just kind of like maybe like the, the, the host. Think about him as more of a Kevin Feige. Like I don't think he. I think because the, the beauty of those things is that they have different. I think they have different writers and different directors yeah, and yeah. everything for each individual individual. Yeah, they make stories. it interesting. They make it different because that's yeah. all. That's all interesting part. Oh, so but I think a, you know which one I was. I'm excited for, and I think ooh. it's it's either going to be a big hit or the biggest backlash ever would be One Piece because they, they just film. They just finished filming. So well, they they they, they ended the show. What do you mean? Oh, the, the live action. I was going to say the end of the show. <laughs> no, the, the the show itself is on its last story arc. Wow. So. I'm at a, I'm, I've watched, what was it? I've watched, I think, 200 episodes, and I've only the beginning. Yeah. No, you're right there with me. I'm at, two, I'm at 289 right now. But that's what I'm saying. It's like, it's like not even scratching the surface of it. Yeah, we're a quarter away, nearly Not a quarter. A qu- yeah, like <laughs> nearly a quarter away. It's so like a thousand plus episodes. That's why I'm like, cause so okay, so I know these shows are not as these these live action adaptations have not been as good, but I I've loved them because I think they're I think two things are smart. So I'm not talking about the one pieces. I don't know what that was going to be about, but Netflix has these other two shows, which is um, Bleach. Well, live action adaptation of Bleach and live ad- adaptation of Full Metal Alchemist. But instead of doing like the full series in one show one movie they only do like i think like a handful of episodes they do small arcs the small arcs that they'll have it and they'll just highlight that I exactly I, I didn't like the way they combined the first one because they combined a couple of different one of my favorite stories too quickly yeah too quickly but um 
it would have been more interesting just to do like let's say one the first three episodes into one arc. Like yeah, you said one the first arc. So it would be interesting one episode to one arc. Sorry, no, like one movie, one so season. It's a movie. It's a movie. Oh, it's a movie. No, the show. This is a show. Oh, they the one, like a the, show. The move. The One Piece is a show. I hope those actors are like newborns because they're gonna be here. They're gonna be doing that for a while. No, I no no because like, they, they have like they have. I think the one that they're first doing was Alabasta, which if I'm not mistaken is like probably twenty five episodes, maybe wait. thirty. Alabaster, the Alabaster took a while to build up to that. It, 30, it was like no, but just from beginning to end, I think it was like 30, 40 episodes. Thirty episodes. Alabaster. Alabaster. Wait, no, Alabaster was is the one that were. Yeah. Isn't that when they finally get into? That that's right when they get into the the big blue, the big. When they finally get in, right? Yeah, that's the first stop that they go to. Yeah, but why go so far in there? They literally could have just done where they're getting all the characters together. Because they're. I think they're trying to do it like they're already established and they just they're going to do like a quick intro like probably they'll do it and they'll have a backstory of how they all met and get right into the story because just for the just for the introduction of each character is at least 50 episodes or 30 episodes well, yeah. 30 40 episodes just to get you introduced to all of them and then each of them have their own like rich backstory just in those introduction episodes because after you go further They'll touch on other parts of their history and their background. And so basically, they're going to go with the very first arc after the entire crew was, was put together. Established, yeah. I don't know. What do you think? I'm for it. I mean, I, I just started getting to One Piece now, and I'm like, it's it's such a rich, crazy, long story. I'm like, I don't even know how o- I'm Oda, Well, Oda is running as one of the showrunners, so which is good. Okay. So I, it, it, that's his story. That's his baby and everything. Do you else, think they're like, gonna do the same thing? Let's say like they do with the boys, where it's like they just kind of make their own. Like they take the same art, they take the same kind of structure of the original show or the book, the comic, and they just make their own. There's gonna be some differences from the anime to the movie to the show, but that's what I was saying is that Oda, which is the creator of the show itself, mm-hmm. is one of the story uh, showrunners of the show for Netflix. So a lot of the things that's going to be presented, he okayed it. He had to either okay it, approve it, or had to rewrite it to make it structurally sound for a live action because you won't be able to do it in an animated form or in a manga form. So there's going to be some alterations granted, and you have to accept it, and just let's just see what they do. Well, I'm all for it. Let's see what happens. So talking about alterations and changes, we're going to go right into D23. Okay. Hey. Every time I hear that, I swear it, I feel like I'm I'm about to play a dice game. D twenty, yeah. Right. So we'll go right we'll go right into the controversy, and we'll go from controversy. there. What yeah, controversy? What controversy? Well, it's it's the stupid controversy. So they did release the trailer of uh, the teaser of the Little Mermaid, <laughs> and the only thing I have against it, mm-hmm. which is I think maybe her, her is a little bit too CGI. Which Some, part? Her. her I feel like the I understand the CGI when she's swimming and she see the fins. It did. It felt like it was on top of the screen than underwater. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing I do. I'm like, why did that? The coloration looks. It doesn't look like it's muddied. Like you know how like salt water. Yeah, they went. They um. They that's. They went straight cartoon. They literally. It feels like. It feels like they didn't try to even make it like even hyper realistic. And, and it I went like straight that. cartoon. And I like that. I just I was like, oh, why just? It felt like it was just stamped on well, the top. It kind of feels like the the Pinocchio thing. Like, yeah, I think it, like it, like, it, like uh, Jimmy Cricket just looks legit like a cartoon. Like they're going straight 
um, they go straight to the the source material, like when when it comes to like the look of everything. Yeah, because I know they learned their mistake from the Lion King, so they're like, oh, let's not fucking do that. Let's. Well, they went too realistic, and and they were like, yo, let's pull it back. Let's let's pull it back. No, I know it does not look like she's underwater at all. Yeah, so that was my only thing. But then this fucking, uh, I what is it? People are arguing these fucking. I'm gonna call them racist. I like, fucking I don't care for shit right now. Is that they're saying like, oh, why is Ariel black? I'm like, one, she's a mythical creature. She's not even real. There's no race in it. Two, she's a fucking bomb ass singer. I never heard her before. And just those like those two notes, I'm like, yo, I'm, I'm fucking, I got goosebumps. I'm, I'm all for it. No, I'm, I'm down. I'm, I'm ready to watch to see what they do with the, the movie. I, I, I don't really even acknowledge that. You know what? I really don't acknowledge this because it's almost like one they announced this how long ago? Over, we talked about this a year ago when they she first got casted. A year, yeah, like and a back in a year ago, and, I, and, and they, they po- called they it released too. Photos, they released everything. So, why are you arguing now? Like you're surprised. But then I don't. What I'm what I'm trying to understand is, I didn't hear. So when they did the live the live version, the television live version of Little Mermaid, where uh, Queen Latifah was Ursula, mm-hmm. and they had Ariana Grande playing Ariel, I didn't hear much backlash and shit like that. I'm like, oh, cause she's a she, she has a lot more melanin, so let's. And it's just the dumbest thing ever. I'm like, that's just stupid. I just, I've always, it, the thing is, is that bothers me about it, like, it wasn't in the cartoon version of it. Her sisters are black. I think. Her sisters are African American. Like, she has, she has a mixed race. Like, if you look at the other mermaids, I, I think, think they were mixed race. Yeah, they were all different races. There's the outrage about that. No, <laughs> no. Like that's what I'm saying. There, it's. And the thing is, is that I, I could understand if the argument was. Something to do with the cultural like history of the person that they're playing is not necessarily accurate. Like, but I that's 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 not really has nothing to do with what's going on. It's no, a, they had different color hair. They were just they weren't mixed races. I think they were. No, what am I yeah. thinking of? But I never watched it. I just I'm I, I've seen little clips of it. I swear that it was a a thing like that. But anyways, it doesn't really matter because again, they're mythical creatures, and this is a, like nothing to do with that character. Like it, it doesn't pertain to anything specific about the character. And that's the thing, uh, and I think we talked about it just recently, a few episodes ago. And that's what I'll say, and I'll say this again. I do not mind that they tr- like swap a race out for a story if the characters, what the character is, does not is not connected to certain heritage or background. Well, the, if, the, if the show is not, I mean, the movie or whatever is not the about character. a specific culture, yeah. then what does it matter? It doesn't. Like, like how I think that one time they were complaining, like they were planning to have, uh, I think we talked about it. They were planning to do a Superman movie with somebody that's African-American and people were getting outraged. Like, why are you getting outraged? Superman's an alien. He could be any color he wanted. What happened if he was, if, if originally he was green and everybody rooted for him? Does it matter what color he is? No. If it's like the other one, there's other ones like Black Panther we talked about. Um, Namor is, is kind of iffy because it's Atlantis, but now with, with the MCU, they make it more Aztec, which is close enough to, I think you could, you no, could toggle they're giving, it. They're giving Atlantis a cultural background, background, which is amazing. 
So that I mean that's cool because the thing is every time we see Atlantis we don't really see like what are we picturing? We don't know, but I like the fact that they're actually creating some kind of cultural yeah. background to it. So it's like it's not just a character from Atlantis for a place that we've never been, but it's attaching yeah. to something that we can uh, we can see. Yeah. So then so, but then the people were was, somebody said I read, I read somewhere I was like, "Oh, you don't hear a lot of slack when Johnny Depp played Tonto or like they had a white guy play Zorro." I'm like not a what? A white guy plays Zorro. Before Antonio Banderas. Before Antonio Banderas. Oh. Hmm. Yeah, I, mean, the thing they, is, I mean, the thing is, there probably was. I mean, right now, like, that's the thing is, like, that's, but that was, that was a cultural thing. I mean, that was a, that was a thing that, that happened for years, which was what, whitewashing? Yeah, whitewashing. So. Or blackface. No, whitewashing. No, no, whitewashing. Whitewashing is, like, is when they take a, a, a they take a, a character ethic. that's supposed to be a specific uh, ethnic ethnicity, uh, ethnicity, and they, they just, just put up in they place. Decide, they, they 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 just cast a white a white person to play that character. Yeah, or even a recent one, which was funny, and I read it was the about whitewashing was the cast of the movie. Remember Twenty One about the casino with, yeah, with yeah, Kevin yeah. Spacey? Yeah, that was supposedly based on a true story. Mm-hmm. That the whole cat, the, the the real life people they portrayed were all Asian American, Asian of descent, of Asian descent, right? But there's only in the movie. I think there's only two. One. No, there's two. Oh, two, yeah, the guy and the girl. Yeah, yeah, but everybody else. <laughs> but well, I would like do to you say, remember f- the oldest one? Um, fuck y'all, racist. <laughs> Ariel's black. Love it, and it doesn't diminish your the. If you love the original, you can still love it. it doesn't diminish it. You still have. You can't have both. Fuck. All right. I'm gonna move past it. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 aggravating to discuss on its own, and I will defend it to the end of my days. I just think that like, will be a hill I will die on. To this day, I remember when they um, and I've always loved this casting when they did the casting of um, uh, this was a long time ago. Mind you, this wasn't even the best movie, but when they did Daredevil with Ben Affleck. And they casted Michael Clark Duncan as Kingpin. Okay. I, I literally, without even thinking about what ethnicity Kingpin was, I didn't. I didn't care. I just thought this character in the comics, who's this size and this strength and this ability, and you know whatever, and like, yeah, Michael Clark Duncan, it's perfect. Like, I just, just instantly, just my God, he'd be perfect for it. Yeah. And it, that's what I'm saying. That's the kind of casting I want. Like when you can literally just go beyond. Whatever you know, whatever, or even change it throughout the whole time. Because remember, uh, and we'll get into it. Nick Fury was white yeah. when he first came out. Now, he, now he just resembles Samuel Jackson. Yeah, but he killed it. That's what I'm saying. It's like, you know, it's it's when you when you get caught up on things like that. I'm like, it, it, there's gonna be reimaginings of things. There's gonna be like different aspects of it, different storytelling of it. I mean, as long as it's good, man. As long as you're getting something better, something with context, something. With backbone, and you're not diminishing the original character. I don't see why. Yeah. You know, but it is what it is. People are going to be the way they are. And the thing is, literally, it doesn't really matter. Even no matter what the situation, there's always going to be a certain amount of people that are always going to just have yeah some kind of problem with it. It's just, but that's the way it is. As long as the majority of people that see the value in it, then that's all you get. That's all you need. Yeah. But all right. So talking yeah. about reimagining and and. Uh, bringing back old characters, cartoons. They did do a couple more announcements. One of them was uh, Barry Jenkins is coming back with uh, he he's coming back with um, Lion King Mufasa, which is the pre uh, like a prequel to Lion King about Mufasa coming growing up. 
I don't. There's like I feel like there's that story we want to hear. And the only thing that that sets me off, I'm like kind of weird. Supposedly Seth Rogen and Billy um, Etchern are returning as Timon and Pumbaa. So they're they're kids. I don't know. And how would they go into knowing Mufasa? So basically, like they're gonna know Mufasa and then go back <laughs> and then go into the future and never know. I that. feel like this is an opportunity to basically uh, kind of remake. It's almost like it's almost like a second chance for Lion King. Yeah, like, well, let's just do a prequel, and set the different tone with the prequel, if so that way they can go with the sequel. <laughs> so they, that's what they feel they're gonna do. They're gonna try to do a different tone prequel, and then if that works, then they'll be able to make the sequel in the new tone versus the way the other movie was. Yeah, because if they tried to make a sequel with the original version, knowing that everybody didn't like it, it wouldn't work. But if you try to change it, then it's people are gonna argue. But if you're making a prequel, then it's almost like, like oh, we're we're, re-ho- we're re- it's okay. Rebooting. We're re- you know nobody cares. This is just a re- you know whatever. Yeah. So it's 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 a it's a cheap way a cheap trick to try to get a, to a second to, chance to redeem themselves. Yeah, it's a cheap game. trick of a second chance. The next one is uh, Snow White with uh, Rachel Zegler and Gal Gadot. I thought we had that. No, we had the Huntsman. That's where they in Maleficent. That's where they they they. Well, the well Maleficent has nothing to do with Snow White, but um. Is, oh no, it's a. Sleeping Maleficent Beauty. is Sleeping Beauty. Yeah. Oh fuck! All right. Sorry. No, no, you're fine. But Huntsman was not part of the new live action adaptation of these stories. No, it's a, the alternate storytelling. Yeah, this is, I think it's Snow White and all these different things. They can they can get a lot of. Think about it. Technically, as long as they're not, as long as they're not brothers, like as long as they're brothers Grimm stories, like as as far as you're not trying to remake the actual. Disney movies, you're fine. Yeah. Because there's a, they're Brother Grimm stories, I believe. Yeah, they're yeah. the Brother Grimm. So, um, but Snow White, yeah, they tried the Huntsman. Um, but I'm trying to think about Ziggler. Is she the one from, from uh, what do you call it? Is she the Wednesday Adams now? No. No, I'm thinking about, so who am I thinking about? Uh, Rachel Ziggler is, she was the girl from uh, West Side Story. Oh. Gagadot is her evil stepmother. Yes. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. Is there any move? Is there was there anything that you were interested in from D twenty three? I mean, there was a lot of cool stuff they were talking about. I think the one that got me was the. Uh, I'm trying to think what was that like. Oh, like uh, I was like when they started talking about the classics, like bringing back the classics. But there was like because I remember the original. Like I w- got excited. When Disney Plus first got announced, because uh, the first thing I heard about the people were talking about was two things, two two things that people kind of rediscovered their love for, yeah, which is Darkwing Duck mm-hmm. and Willow. Yes, the new trailer came out. Yeah, so the new trailer came out for Willow, and I'm happy they kept um, some of the original cast. They have original the original actors who plays Willow, um, and then also. The original actor who plays Willow and the original, um, I forgot the name of the character, but it was the part of his original team. Oh, okay, yes. The the daughter of the witch, I believe they were they were fighting. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to remember the name. So no, I'm I'm happy for that. So it was it was cool. Like I I'm really excited. I, I can't wait. And I think this is gonna be a show, right? I think it's gonna be a show. Yeah, so it's gonna be actually, but it, it, I'm excited about it because I think that's one of the movies I still have not watched with my nieces. So now I have a reason to watch it with them so they can watch this movie. To watch it together. 
Yeah, because it's, it's a classic beauty, beautiful story, man. Like, you know, so much action, so much fun. Like, I love movies like that. Like, I feel like maybe I'm wrong. I feel like you don't see it. I mean, unless it's, unless it's a Marvel, you don't really get those kind of movies where it has that combination of just, you know, excitement, love, like just a roller coaster of like kind of ride movies where it's like, think about it. You had uh, Willow, you had Princess Bride, you had, you know, like there was a lot of those kind of movies back then. Fantasy arc stories. Fantasy arc. But like just emotion, like a roller coaster of all those things, like whatever. I'm just trying to think of what we get in, like nowadays. What do we have anything equivalent to those as, as much as we used to? Like that's not Marvel. That's not Marvel. That is epic storytelling. Lords of the Ring. <laughs> yeah, but how long ago did that come out? I know the Rings of Power, which is a show. Yeah. So I guess we're getting him in show form. If you think about it, we're getting him in show form. Which is good. Which is, I love show forms. It is, but I do miss like just having that roller coaster in a movie. But you're right, roller coaster. Two, like, two hours to do every to get everything in and out. Yeah, but now we're just gonna I mean it's fine. It's gonna be it's gonna be a, a longer like a roller coaster takes longer to get to the end. Yeah. It's a longer show. Alright, so I'm good with that. But yeah, so there was a couple I know there was a Pixar movie that came out. Um, I believe that they're having, they announced the Inside Out 2. Ooh. So, I get that bottle, uh, that, that box of Kleenex ready. Hell yes. <laughs> what was it? Hell they yes. They said it in She-Hulk too, <laughs> which I think was funny. You remember the part where, like, because uh, he was trying to test her abilities and he goes, she was like, do you want me to, like, think of a Pixar movie? And then yeah, the part, yeah. what was it? Mm-hmm. The, the the imaginary uh, character that she, um she had who they referenced it in she-hulk though oh i'm ch- i can't remember right now but like do you remember like oh he's like <laughs> and Hulk was like no 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 please don't don't do it <laughs> <laughs> oh um uh what was his name uh bonky bunk uh oh my god you're making me have to look it up no it's cool but yeah i, I loved it when the in that uh like you would think that he was selling here to like um uh, not to like to just stop playing around, but it was more just don't bring it up because it was gonna <laughs> it was gonna cause an emotional reaction for him. Uh, uh, what was his name? But uh, no, either way, that was uh, you still trying to figure out the name? Bing Bong, Bing Bong. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. I just I just kept thinking about Shiok where he's like he says that like he's like. He just like looks down, like grabs his heart, like no, no, oh, no, bing bong, like. bong. <laughs> so yeah, there's a Disney, there's a, anything else like that came out. There was a, so much though, like it was a, it was very overwhelming for three days. Big time. They had which, all, like, which, which is good because they touched. They had some games announcements that they're coming out with. Um, they did and like on the DC on the Marvel on the Marvel side, they did Secret Invasion's trailer. That shit looks hype the fuck. That's another show coming out next year. Uh, with uh, Samuel which I thought that was gonna be a movie. I, that's the thing is that you, when everything first got announced, we knew we were getting it. I didn't know it was gonna be a show. Oh, and you no, know, everything. Most Ironheart was announced. They talked about Ironheart. They talked a little bit about uh, Wakanda Forever. A little bit of uh, Quantumanium, Ant Man Three. They also talked about um, uh, Ironheart. I already said. They also talked about um, Loki Two. They made an announcement. Now the for question that is, wait, Ironheart's gonna be in. Wakanda. In okay, the but Black Panther, Wakanda are, are they also going to get their own TV show? They already said enough for so show. the TV show is going to be before the movie or, or after? After the movie. Oh, okay. So oh, this, this is going to be her introduction. 
and from there is a spinoff. So I'd like to, I, you know what I'm thinking about now? Mm. I like the fact that they're introducing some characters in a movie and then taking them to shows. And then, like, in reverse, Miss Marvel was a show and they're taking it to a movie. So you don't know how they're going to end up, which is another thing great is they announced the, the, the Thunderbolts, which they were all in a TV show or movie. Yeah. So that's. No, I think they were all. They were except for aside from uh, uh, David uh, Harbor, Black the new Black Widow's uh, father. Yeah, David Harbor. Um, everything else was Taskmaster. Taskmaster was in a movie. That's true. So it's uh, Secret Agent was in a show. Uh, Yelena was in a show and a movie. Uh, the only one I didn't see, which I thought was part of that group, was uh, the one from um, Captain America and the Winter Soldier, the villain. Not the villain. The well, he was kind of the villain, but he was back and forth. Um, uh, Zemo? Yeah. Zemo? Suppose he's going to be the villain in this one. Okay, because I thought he was part of the group. He's going to be, I think he's going to, I think they're focusing him as to be the villain for this. Okay. Which is going to lead into that. And then you have uh, Werewolf at Night, which has that, I, I just saw it today, which has that like 1920s noir I do like feel. This, I do like it. I mean, the noir feel is awesome, but I do like the story, like kind of like you're just putting a bunch of, specialized hunters in a room and then real telling him no listen one of you hunters you know basically is, is a, wolf. a werewolf yeah so it's almost like no matter how skilled you are there's a good chance this wolf is going to get you and it's kind of reminds me of the game in the movie the game no you know you remember i know it's based on a comic but it kind of reminds me the way they're, they're saying they're kind of setting it up like one of you guys is a wolf you don't know who it is yeah you know this well, uh one night a werewolf yeah which they already saw the which we did see the movie for that kind of yeah. thing, but I just in general it just feels like that whole mystery of like one of you guys is a wolf and you don't know who it is. Yeah, it's gonna be exciting. I can't wait. It looks like there's a lot of story to there's it. There's so many. I can't. There's so many stories. That I, I know we have a limited time because we're already running close to it. But there was mm-hmm. a lot. Of, we'll just run quick with Star Wars. You have Andor. You have a uh, uh, Bad Batch coming out with a second season. You have Ahsoka being announced also with some. Backup news, you also have um, Tales of the Jedi, which is, I think, is an animated series. I think I saw like, parts of the trailer or something like that. It kind of felt like uh, like mostly dealing with the politics of everything. Julot is, is getting up there because he has, he's in Star Wars for, it's called the Skeleton Crew. Yeah. But he's also going to be in Peter, uh, Peter Pan and Wendy as, Doctor, as uh, Captain Hook. Really? Yeah. That's another movie that I know. I wonder how they're going to cast for Peter Pan. I really, honestly, I really wished, I mean, I know they're going to do the, the Disney one, but I really wish they did the dark uh, Peter Pan story from um, Happy, uh, Happily Ever After. No, we can't do that. Why not? I love no. that story. Let, let's I keep love it, that let's, story. Let's keep it there. Let's love keep it. it there. Love it. <laughs> All right, <laughs> guys. Well, I guess we'll wrap it up with that because Nick loves it. All right, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to the latest episodes from My Mom's Garage. As always, you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and at TikTok at From My Mom's Garage. Or email is at fmmgpodcast at gmail.com. And like always, tell a friend, send a friend, bring a friend. See you next week. Later.